0: We have new world champions and it's the Abbey Celeste of Argentina. Lionel Messi finally gets that trophy that was missing in the trophy cabinet. What a final. Talk about a blockbuster final. This is a final that will go down for the ages. Join me on the Zulia podcast as we discuss the FIFA... 2022 World Cup Final and talk about the tournament in general what you liked, what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it and my picks for the various awards. My name is Kwame Ohineba and welcome to another episode of the Sulia Podcast Are you ready? You hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Get ready, bow to the masters, break it down, degenerate! So this final was touted to be the Kylian Mbappe versus Messi final, and it didn't disappoint. Um France. This this my take on France in this final. I feel like they didn't start very well. I, th- I think like the, their game plan was um messy. <laughs> if you watch that game carefully, if you watched the match carefully, you would realize that the French lost too many balls in the middle of the pitch they were just reckless they were lifeless it took them to 70 minutes to get a shot on target and you see i feel like um di maria is one player that has been slept on for quite a while but di maria shows up talk about a player who shows up for argentina so we started the game and yeah argentina were on top but then you have a penalty question is was that a penalty if you ask my opinion I still think that was a soft penalty um, there was contact but not enough for Di Maria to go tumbling down like that but you that aside, you might say um, the brave fortune, the brave gets his own fortune or something like that so Argentina were on top fine, they get a penalty they score but I think Dembele was having a stinker of a game I don't know what it was stinker of a game they get the lead but you see if you've noticed argentina throughout all this tournament if they get the first goal you know you are in big trouble big 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 trouble because what they are going to do is that they are going to hit you on the counter and they are very good defensively so it was back to the game plan the same game plan they had against croatia it was back to the same script all over again hit them on the counter and there was just i think france was a pogba missing a canteen missing from that midfield cause Chouameni like just gave Messi the room to operate Chouameni couldn't hold on to the ball Rabio couldn't hold on to the ball and Griezmann especially I mean anyone who has watched France would know that Griezmann is the one who was making France tick he had modified his game to a midfield and he was doing so well but he just wasn't getting the ball rolling or getting um, he wasn't himself as he had been throughout the tournament in that final and so and you talk about coaching and the impact of coaching and that brings me to the I think last week I wanted to talk about this Black Stars thing and how coaching really affected us talk about coaching policy move from Deschamps this when coaches a player is not performing he took them off because Kolomwani Kinsley Kislykoman those substitutes were the ones who were able to bring the best out of Mbappe and get France running because I felt like the players were not getting the best out of Mbappe and that was not just down to France being like not themselves or France being poor but also the game plan of Argentina and so one would wonder you would give Deschamps the thumbs up but then you also look at uh, France and what was the plan for Messi? like what what was the plan for Messi? there was literally no plan for Messi when Mbappe gets the ball, you realize the Paul and one other person is on him. So, there was no plan for Messi. Watch watch, watch the second goal. It all started with a clever Messi pass to um, Alvarez and Alvarez to McAllister, McAllister to Di Maria. Clever. I have... So, the first two goals were just... I mean, the f- Argentina were on top and they deserved to take the lead. The second goal was a brilliant team goal. The first goal also... Yeah, they made their own luck. I still don't think that was a crap penalty, but then to hell with it. I mean, and um, this is this has been my take throughout. I feel like if someone would win a world cup, it should be worked for. But you, let me let me be done with talking through the match and I'll give you my takes on this whole messy thing. So we come in in, in the second half and even for most parts of the second half argentina looked very comfortable but yet again if you have um, watched argentina against netherlands you will know one thing that these people get very uneasy when you get into the game or the opposition start side starts picking up and that was all that was needed from france to pick up because you see um in the 70th minute that was when france had their first shot. It wasn't necessarily on target, but that was Mbappé's first shot. And that was just it. That was just some... Even even the penalty he created, it was out of absolutely nothing. It was just um an, a, an, a long ball hit by, hit by Mbappé into the air. And once it bounced, Utamendi just misread everything. Utamendi misread the, the weight of the pass, everything. And all column needed to do was just to be brilliant and he was going to bring him down people are saying oh if the first one was not a penalty why do you think this one was a penalty this one was an obvious penalty because he had his man beat it was just as obvious as that he had otamendi clearly beat so they get the penalty and that's all it takes this is what this is what we call football mentality that's all it takes in a football match when you go up first the momentum just shifted on your side, and then France capitalized on that momentum because that second goal was just brilliant. Again, from Thuram, who was a substitute, who I thought read the game better than um, who did who did Thuram even replace? Thuram replaced Giroud. They needed a player who would get more involved in the play, and they got it out of Thuram. Brilliant, brilliant goal from Mbappe. Brilliant one-two, like he anticipated the ball perfectly and executed it perfectly, and that was on the second goal. And this is where my problem with France begins. Because anyone who watched um Argentina versus Netherlands saw that Argentina is more prepared for the penalty shootout than any other team. So you must be bonkers for thinking you are going to win this game on the penalty shootout. Right, that momentum you just came back from two goals down right down that momentum and go for the kill put the pressure on because whenever france went forward they were scarier but then what did we see this in extra time they just sat back and argentina started dictating the pace argentina started dictating the match all over again whilst they sat back the only time you see France going for it is when Argentina gets that third goal, and you'll be shocked where Chouaméni was. Like, I just feel like France were just too off. Like, this is this is when you need a cante, you need a cante. And there was just nobody when, when 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 the goal came in, it was just I think three four three Argentinians facing two center backs of France. That's very like not what you would want. But then when they go, kudos to them, when they goal three goes down, they still come up again, and then. They equalize, but even after the equalizer, and that's why I, I'd say go for the kill because there are three big chances missed opportunities by France. The first was the Mbappe cross for Kolomwani, which I think he didn't measure that cross well. Second opportunity that went from them, I don't know if it was. <laughs> some people say is the biggest is the goal of the century for Argentina. I feel like that was it. Kolomwani again had like. A very good opportunity. I feel like how the ball dropped for him because they had, he had I don't know which defender it was but they had him beat. But you see, this is what champions are made of. You you, you show up and you come out for your country because in as much as the ball dropped I feel like what Colomwani did was the instinctive thing, instinctive thing any ordinary player would do. Yeah, an extraordinary player would have thought of a chip but he just went for the safest option get his lazies through it and in that moment when you get your lazies through it, kudos to Emi Martinez he made himself big enough and he came, he read the situation and he came out so I don't know what else you would expect from him, I don't think it was more of a poor finishing than uh, i think a keeper who read the situation brilliantly then you have the third chance mbappe in a similar position di maria had himself and drew a penalty for himself beat one beat two i was expecting a shot he was just being over elaborate and all these things count in a final when you need to win so that aside, I, I for, when it went to penalty, there was no way I, I thought France was going. There was, there was. I didn't have even a one percent belief that France was going to win on a penalty shootout. Cause Loris, I don't know, I don't know. But then, I, I wouldn't even waste my time to go into the penalty shootout. Cause I don't know who, in their right senses, would think that they would win the penalty shootout against Argentina. They seem more prepared. They always seem more. Confident when it comes to the penalty shootout than any opposition side. So, I mean that was it. And um, um, Mbappe scores his penalty. Komand, you see, Mbappe gives the textbook for <laughs> how to take a penalty. Decide on a spot, hit it with power. Koman tried, but then I think. Emiliano Martinez had made up his mind, especially when he was so close to saving Mbappe's penalty. Tramini dragged this white, and all in all, Messi wins. Argentina wins. Brilliant final, and this is my something I wanted to address in addressing situations of whether the World Cup was rigged or, and my takes on this Qatar World Cup. Um, first of all, I wouldn't have liked for this match to have ended with that first penalty looming over it because argentina has had the most penalties i can remember in any tournament so i was glad France was able to come back from that and like keep the whole game running and this is my thing i said it last week on the podcast like you show up when your country needs you i feel like apart from the first two goals messi was a little bit um lost in the game but then he showed up when he needed to show up the most that is get the third goal so it takes that whole excuse about Messi being carried or something like that he really did put in a performance and I was having a conversation with a friend right now about the Goats' debate and whether it is settled and about Ash Ronaldo fan because I said it on the last podcast I am unbiasingly I am with my full chest a Ronaldo fan this is the thing there is something in law called Relying on the strength of your keys than on the weakness of another. And th- I think for a long time, when it comes to World Cup, because, don't get me wrong, I think on an international stage, Ronaldo has killed it. Don't let anyone lie to you. Ronaldo has killed it per Portuguese standard on an international stage. He has killed it. But when it comes to the World Cup, we more we seem to more rely on the weakness of Messi Messi's performance than on the strength of Portugal's than on the strength of Portugal's performance. And that was the thing. And that's always been the thing with me. I mean, we need to... I, I don't think Portugal has shown up enough for the World Cup. For the squad they had, you would think they would make the semi-final. So, show up or shut up. We just didn't We just didn't rise up to the occasion like expected. And I think, all in all, even if France had won and for agenda sake I would have been happy, I would have still had a place in my heart which would have been very sad that Messi didn't win because he has given his all, albeit dubious penalties and whatever, he still has given his all and that leads me to like um, the awards in the in the World Cup, so golden ball goes to Messi (laughs) golden ball goes to Messi, golden boot went to um, Mbappe Um, I think the golden gloves went to martinez and the young player of the tournament went to enzo let me start with the young player of the tournament young player of the tournament going to enzo fernandez yeah it's it's okay i would have preferred unahi but i i won't be mad if enzo fernandez gets it because look at argentina's first game against saudi arabia argentina's first game against saudi arabia they had a midfield of the poor papu gomez and um i think was it McAllister no I don't think it was McAllister I would go back to check that but you would see that Argentina picked up after they introduced Enzo Fernandez in that midfield he has been like a very reliable player for them so in as much as I think Unai did well I think I have no qualms with um Enzo Fernandez winning that Enzo Fernandez has been pivotal if I after this show out after this after this segment i would give my first 11 and i think i would always include enzo fernandez in that and um golden ball golden ball Mbappe, not in doubt not in doubt i think there is no other person who deserved that golden ball more than Mbappe. i think Mbappe deserved even more than the golden ball probably the next uh, uh sorry golden boot probably the golden ball because i feel like his impact in this tournament is very good so golden ball messy looking at this and I think well I won't be mad too I honestly wouldn't be mad there's a lot of people who could get shout outs for the golden ball cause I feel like a lot of players showed up for their country I think Mbappe did I think Amrabat was also good I think Modric was good um, Mbappe really carried this French team so whatever but I won't be mad if Messi won I'm, I'm not mad Messi won the golden ball because he has that kind of cult of personality around him so that's it like you get that kind of thing um for golden gloves no shouldn't have gone to Amy martinez yeah Amy martinez is your he put a very creative but tournament wise i think petkovic bono one of them should have taken it tournament wise i think all in all Petkovic was very good Croatian goalkeeper or Yasin Bono for the amount of clean sheets he kept and that performance he also put up against Portugal so yeah, that's my take on that and if I'm doing my World Cup 11 for this tournament um, I would go Petkovic as the number one left back I would have Hernandez no Hernandez or Hakimi I would have Hakimi sorry my two center center uh, center defenders is Vadio from Croatia, Roman Saiz from Morocco, and my right back. Who am I putting at right back? Who am I putting a right back? Um, I'm coming. I'm, I'm still thinking about my right back. But my midfield three, my midfield three, definitely Unahi, Amrabat. And um, Enzo Fernandez. That's my midfield three. Front three: Mbappe, Messi. Shockingly, I think Julian Alvarez. I-, I would give it to Julian Alvarez. Um. So back to the back. so yeah. Who? Mbappe, Messi, Julian Alvarez. Um. Let me see my defenders again. Hmm. Left back. I've still not thought of left back, but then uh, it's up. But I know I have Hakimi it's up in there whoever deserves that should be put there so yeah that is uh my and this one last one last thing I, I i i i wanted to touch on in this tourna- in this Qatar to- tournament i think the Qatar tournament has been brilliant what i have not liked is um the active distraction we are, we've been trying to get like stupid things journalists are picking on like ooh and they give they give mercy a robe and it's like they are all unnecessary because these same journalists who want to pick on these minute things are the ones who were boots licking and ass-kissing a a, a protester coming a, a football protester running onto a stage because oh he had symbols about um giving women's rights and all of that but if we are being morally consistent We hate pitch invaders we have always spoken about pitch invaders but when a pitch invader invades Qatar, it's great and those are just the things i didn't like about people trying to pick on this tournament but all in all this is a very good tournament since i started watching the world cup i don't think i have seen any tournament like this so congratulations to argentina and um i'm glad to have followed this world cup and watched almost every game. I don't think I missed... I think I, I missed three games throughout the tournament. It was lovely, and um, thank you guys for watching. <laughs> thank you guys for following the Zulia podcast. Thank you very much. See you in the next episode.